1: all right, we do a podcast on a crappy Wednesday. Al Dukes down the Jersey Shore. What's up?
2: Oh, hi Jerry. Uh, in the warm-up show, which is coming later, we, we somehow got onto the band Rat, the rock group Rat from the nineteen eighties, yeah. and then uh, I was talking about oh Rat, and uh, you know, would you go on a cruise with Rat? And then we find out that Rat is actually going to be on the cruise with <laughs> Queensryche and Kiss. Yes. So anyway, somebody wrote to me and said, uh, the only person." That's still in Rat. That's that is the original member is the singer. So I said, oh. well, but I said that isn't that all you need? Do you really need the actual guitarist from Rat or the yeah. actual drummer for Rat? You don't.
1: I we've discussed this so many times about yeah. bands. As long as you got the sound and the singer, then you're good. Which is a, which sucks if you're another band member, but that's yes. true.
2: Yeah, and then somebody wrote to me and said, what about Van Halen? You can't do Van Halen anymore without Eddie Van Halen. I said, you know what? I I would still go see solo Sammy Hagar or solo David Lee Roth. So would I. Doing Van Halen songs.
1: Yep, because it's still going to sound like it.
2: Right, because, and this is another thing we've mentioned before, a lot of people, there are little kids that can do Eddie Van Halen songs on the guitar. Right. You know, He's known for coming up with with innovating a style and a sound, but people can now copy it.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. And plus, not for nothing, and you know this as well as anybody, when you go to concerts, they very rarely sound like the albums. Right. So even if the sound is slightly off, as long as the lead singer's voice is right, it still works.
2: When I was working with David Lee Roth briefly on his radio show, he had a guitarist that would come in studio with him every morning and he found every this... morning yeah he was there every morning to do live guitar licks wow and he found this guy in a van halen cover band and the guy could do the guy could do all the eddie van halen licks
1: yeah well it's no different than journey finding the guy that sounded like
2: steve perry on youtube and they did the hard thing they replaced the singer which is yeah. the most difficult thing to replace
1: but he sounds like him so it works yeah other people, I would think it'd be very hard to find someone that sounds like like uh, like Sammy Hagar. I mean, it's possible, yes. I suppose, if you could find a Steve Perry sound-alike. But yeah, I mean, it, it can be done for sure. Hard to do, but it can be done.
2: Right. People thought Steve Perry had one of the most unique voices in rock at the time. Right. And Now, this guy they found on YouTube in the middle of the night, the, the Journey guitar player, Neil Schoen, I believe is his name. Right. He, he was uh, just going through YouTube and found... Uh, the singer that from is now in journey right? from the Philippines. Yeah. I forget his name. And I knew his name too. Yeah. Uh, he was in a, he was in a cover band. They didn't do just journey songs. They did a bunch of songs from the seventies, eighties, that sort of thing. Oh, I didn't but he, I, I yeah. saw
1: the. I remember watching the documentary that you turned me on to, but I did not remember that part.
2: Yeah. He was singing all sorts of songs, but I guess he was banging out a handful of journey songs really well.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And you know what he wasn't doing? He was very faithful to his wife. If you remember. Remember that part of at the end where they discussed how he basically goes from stage to trailer, trailer to stage? Yes. And would we'll have none of it with the women because his wife was back home in the Philippines as he was sending money?
2: And he was singing faithfully. Yes. Da, na, na, Steve Perry ever get divorced? Mm-hmm. Steve Perry, that's a good question. I don't know if uh, I'm going to guess yes. <laughs> because as you said, wife, Jerry, no? <laughs> 54% of people get divorced, so what's the point?
1: <laughs> well...
2: By the way, I got I a. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I got a call from the uh, market manager for Entercom New York. Okay, said that we had the best-selling item in the WFAN store yesterday. Its first day.
1: Why didn't I get a call?
2: Our mugs. That's
1: awesome, and I see people are buying them again today. That's right. So that's awesome, dude. I'm very happy to hear yeah, that.
2: Very cool. So be um, up. A lot of, uh, we're, we'll probably get big commission checks from that, Jerry.
1: I don't think we're going to. Oh. I mean, that Good would point. be really cool if we did, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I
2: don't either, but here's, I don't mind, because here's the thing what it does do. Sends a message to Entercom and to WFAN that we're big time talents. And don't, <laughs> don't think you could discard us off the morning show. Or the warm-up show. Because if you want to sell mugs, who are the guys you're going to come crawling to? Me us. and Jerry. <laughs> mug guys. That's Although mug Gina, guys. Made a, Gina made a great point. She goes, do I get a mug? Do you get a mug? I go, I don't know. I'd probably have to buy a mug.
1: Yeah, I saw Jess in the um, in the elevator yesterday. Yeah. And she said she would get us a mug. Because I told her I was going to buy one. Yeah. And she goes, I'll, I'll get you a mug. So, okay.
2: Cool. Maybe I'll send one to my mother. I bet she never thought her son would be on a mug.
1: Yeah, well, now you're now you're on two of them now because you've got the other one from the cop.
2: Right, he sent a a mug and a bootleg. That's a bootleg mug, which I don't mind. No, it's fine. And now we're on regular mugs.
1: But can I ask you something? Is it the same picture?
2: I think it's the yeah. I think it's the same picture. We need better. We need a better photo.
1: Yeah, like if if and we love the call. That's awesome. The listener that did it for us. Yeah, that is tremendous. But if it can be produced that easily by a listener, (laughs) don't we think we need to do something a little bit more original? Probably.
2: Yeah. That's a great point. I didn't even think of that.
1: Yeah. Just, you know, whatever. Hmm. Otherwise, you're going to have people making mugs out there and putting, you know, terrible sayings on them. and They'll be credited to us.
2: Right. Bootlegging mugs.
1: Not good, Al. We better Hmm. put some sort of official marking on it so we know that we did it and not someone else.
2: Here's a a disturbing story that uh, was uh, sent to me from Connor Cook, and also Gina sent this to me. It came uh, from news out of Europe. A scientist who studies such things says that uh, penises are shrinking due to pollution. Babies that are being born into the world are being born with smaller penises than previous generations.
1: Well, that's unfortunate, but I guess if they're all having it, how would they know any different?
2: Oh that's a good point They're saying that the Part of the problem Is it's really from pollution Right And that the That the chemicals That are used To produce plastics Are affecting uh, Unborn babies And in particular The male penis
1: I hate to hear that Even though you just did The whole right thing um, Yeah I mean I don't know How you Is it correctable Probably not at this point I, would I don't think. think it is no. So I think for those babies being born now, you just have to understand that uh, everyone's in the same boat you're in.
2: But wouldn't it be so great to brag to these babies? What do you got, small penis?
1: <laughs> you are aware that you could go to a hospital and brag about that to any baby anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, that, but those babies would be like, yeah, when I grow up, my penis be the same size as yours. Where but to these babies, they'd be like, no, it won't. You have smaller penis because of you enjoying all this plastic we're using because you have a smaller penis because of it.
1: So you're part of the problem and yet you're going to go gloat over your yeah. size.
2: Right. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you sacrificing the size of your penis so I could drink this one use water bottle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're gonna have a whole three inches.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no worries. I'm enjoying this piece of plastic. I mean, I'm oh gonna throw God. it right in the garbage.
1: Oh well, that's a sad story. I don't like sad stories.
2: They said in particular it was the chemical in plastic that makes plastic flexible.
1: Yeah, that's our. There's certain water bottles that are like that for
2: sure. Oh, now they're making everything like so super flexible because they want it to be thinner, right? Yeah. Right. So, like, I know, like, Poland Springs uses those. You could definitely tell the difference between the bottles now than even just from a couple years ago.
1: Well, yeah, like, the Dasani bottles are much harder.
2: They're definitely shrinking penises where where I feel like Poland Spring is trying to save the penis.
1: Okay. There you go. Poland Spring saving penises since 2021.
2: Yeah, I'm going to reach out to them, see if they want to use that slogan. Why don't you, and also, uh, see
1: if they want to be a guest on one of your upcoming shows, since you've got all these <laughs> guest ideas.
2: <laughs> or maybe I reach out to Dasani and say, "Which is Coca-Cola?" Yeah, look at this uh, article about uh, what these what plastic is doing to the next generation. We need an expert. I feel like Aquafina makes a too sturdy of a bottle as well. I think that's a Pepsi product.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. Aquafina is a good bottle.
2: Yeah, really the Poland Spring is the only one that, they shrunk their caps to make the caps uh, thinner. Yep, I know. They shrunk the bottle. At first I didn't like that they were cheesing out on the bottles. I was like, these bottles feel, like when anytime you'd go get a case at the store, it'd be all squishy.
1: That's why I like the Voss bottles. Oh, glass.
2: glass.
1: Although they have plastic bottles too, though, I've seen in the yeah. store. We get, Boomer gets the glass ones here, but they are, and you go to the store, they're always in plastic.
2: Yeah, I always make sure to uh, recycle. First of all, I recycle everything, but definitely the big, thick glass bottles. Right, got to recycle those, Jerry. I hear you. I'm with you for the next I generation. I just dumped the
1: recycling um, pail into the big container yesterday. As a matter of yeah, fact. good job. That's right.
2: Then I saw uh, next to it was an article like, if you enjoyed reading this article, you may enjoy reading this article. Uh, I, after the the penis is shrinking due to pollution, there was an article about, uh, I just found this out, Brazil nuts are supposedly good for your testosterone, a natural- Brazil. What are Brazil tes- nuts? That's, a, that's a, it's a type of nut. It's called a Brazil nut. And they're supposed to raise your testosterone levels naturally.
1: Really? Brazil nuts. I'm checking them out here.
2: Then ask me this question, Jerry. Yeah, I'll whisper it to you so the audience doesn't hear. Okay. Ask, ask me if I went on nuts.com and ordered Brazil nuts. So with this new finding, did you mm-hmm. go
1: to nuts.com and order some Brazil nuts?
2: I did. <laughs> I'm going to see if it works. If what works? Brazil to get nuts an endorsement deal? No, I'm just going to see if Brazil nuts make me feel more testosteroney.
1: Testosterone, yeah. Don't you have to get it tested though?
2: Yeah, I've had my testosterone tested. It's in the normal range, but it's in the lower end of normal range.
1: All right, so then you got to have some Brazil nuts for the next month, yeah. and then go get retested.
2: Oh, I haven't been tested in a while, but I just oh. want to. You know, I was so proud of the other number I told you that I, <laughs> when I woke up.
1: Yes, I hear you. A oh, week down right. there, I forgot. I was very surprised Eddie didn't play that at ten o'clock. Yeah, he's saving. Maybe that he one. missed it.
2: Are you? He dude, didn't are, miss it. Did you just Google the Brazil nuts? Are you seeing this? Yes. And are you seeing anything about it uh, helping testosterone levels?
1: No, I was seeing that
2: nuts.com has them for $15.99. <laughs> I did make a big... And nuts.com years ago used to sponsor our podcast. I Years know, ago, remember, that? remember? Yeah. Years ago. And they're a New Jersey company. They should hop on back on board. I went on there. I ordered Brazil nuts, cashews. Um, What else did I get? So here we go. You're ready. Macadamia for this? nuts. A lot of nuts. Yeah, I was like, you know what? My snacks are gonna be nuts from here on out. Instead guy, of pretzels and chips.
1: This guy claims to have tripled his testosterone level. Mm-hmm. Um actually quadrupled it actually.
2: Eating Brazil nuts?
1: Yes. He follows two protocols. Okay. Uh the first for long term maintenance and overall well being. The second is designed for fun, short-term nitro boost of sex drive and testosterone. Wow. So the long-term and sustained reason is blue ice butter oil and a fermented cod liver oil blend, two capsules upon waking and before bed. <laughs> he takes vitamin, oh, look at this, vitamin D3. I take that. Oh! Uh, he takes D3 and Brazil nuts, wow. three nuts upon waking, three nuts before bed.
2: That's funny. I read three nuts as well.
1: Now, for short-term and fun nitro boost, okay. he recommends consuming eight hundred milligrams of cholesterol. Oh, what? With three hour, uh, within three hours of going to sleep the night before you plan to have sex.
2: Wow, you really planning this out?
1: You can get eight hundred milligrams of cholesterol from at least four whole eggs. All right, so that? I'm going to need a bunch
2: of eggs. I'm going to but need Brazil nuts.
1: You know what's so funny about this? Because they talk about, so this is interesting what I'm reading. As you get older, your testosterone goes away, correct? Like correct. Like it, it completely reduces. Yes. What What do they tell you to stop eating as you get older because you're worried about your arteries and your heart?
2: Cholesterol.
1: You go on low cholesterol diets. Yes. Well, testosterone, according to this article, is derived from Cholesterol. So maybe it's not an aging thing. Maybe it's mm. a diet thing.
2: Well, here's what I'm going to do, Jerry. We'll do a little, run a little experiment here. When I get these Brazil nuts, I'm going to eat three in the morning and three at night. I'm going to do it for like a week, and then I'm going to see if, if I if uh, I feel like I've gotten more manly testosterone.
1: Well, I'm not done yet.
2: Oh. This is what you have to do now th- for- I only want the Brazil nuts. I well, want no, to keep hold this on. simple.
1: I'm trying to make sure that you have a night. Okay. Four hours prior to planned sex, mm-hmm. eat four Brazil nuts, 20 raw almonds, and two capsules of the Blue, eye, blue Ice Butter <laughs> Oil Fermented Cod Liver Oil Blend. Try this once and see if it works.
2: Where do I get these Cod Liver Oil Blue Blends? I'm
1: sure you can get them on Amazon. <laughs> what is it called again? Cod. What the hell is it? Blue Ice cod... Butter Oil. Fermented. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna Google this. Blue ice. What did I call this? Blue, blue I never ice. heard of this before. Blue. There, ice it comes butter. right up.
2: I I went on Amazon, and just typed right. in blue ice. Oh, look at this. Oh, they have it in chocolate, uh, chocolate Bowls. cream, chocolate cream gel. Mm. Blue ice royal butter oil, fermented cod liver oil. I got blend. capsules
1: here on greenpasture.org.
2: Yeah. All oh right. Amazon actually sells that brand too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 120 so capsules $35. Yeah. This is like got good reviews too, Jerry. Why you don't might. we turn this podcast into a way for men to be men, more testosterone.
1: Let's do it. I'm fine with that.
2: Meanwhile, meanwhile a 22-year-old guys listen to this going, "Why testosterone's through the roof."
1: I'll tell you, yeah. Well, guess what, kid? You're going to be 44. Yeah.
2: And it's 51. not going to be. Right? Yeah.
1: I like this. This is interesting. Okay. Yeah.
2: This is not bad, Jerry. Get me some blue ice fermented cod liver oil. I'm going to eat me some Brazil nuts. I'm going to eat me some almonds.
1: And hopefully your Friday night is a nitro night. I'm going to get nitro
2: style. (laughs) I'm going to nitro it up.
1: Do you think that you could shock yourself? What do you mean? Like, do you think if you did this, like, you would surprise yourself and be like, wow, it worked? Or do you think it's like, you know what? What a joke.
2: No, I think it would be, w- what a joke, but it, I'm telling you, that's uh, why I want to test it out, to see if I notice the difference.
1: All right, so uh, Friday, when are we doing this?
2: I don't know, I'm gonna, I, my nuts are on the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need your nuts in a hand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my big box of nuts are on their way here, Jerry, so I'll have nuts soon. That uh, is really funny. Do I pull the trigger on this uh, oil? I
1: think you're going to have to if you want to have the nitro boost, yes.
2: Well, let me try just the nuts, and then I'll see if I need to add, because I want to see what really puts me over the edge. First, I'm going to do nuts for a week. Then I'm going to add the the, the a blue ice cod liver oil.
1: <laughs> do you at least take the vitamin D3? Eh,
2: I don't. Because I do. But I started taking a multivitamin. I'll see if it's in there.
1: No, it's not going to be enough.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> you took <laughs> like, D3. It in it, but... For, testo- for raising testosterone, or you just took it for like other items for other reasons? No,
1: I took. I forget exactly what the point of that was because I, I told you I added like seven things to my daily routine based mm-hmm. on that wellness uh, doctor that was on Shaun T.'s podcast. She gave oh yeah, a list. She gave the there were six, not seven. There were six vitamins that she believes men should have every single day. Okay, and that was one of them. And she she broke down why. I I have to go listen to it again. All I know is I take it now.
2: Okay. So there you Fair go, enough, there you Jerry. Go. I just went and bought Brazil nuts because I saw an article. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm very excited to find out what the finding is. All right. This is going to be exciting, Jerry. We might just be walking around with rods all day.
1: <laughs> and where would those <laughs> rods be, Al?
2: <laughs> just pointing in the direction of the Brazil nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh that's funny all right well i look forward to this this should be fun don't choke oh. on your nuts
2: <laughs> all right and if i may put in one plug jerry um the my wnew podcast uh is up now another is, podcast uh, it says a no, limited run this is a limited run podcast where i'm just going to interview people who worked at wnew during the fm talk years this is on, my first, where did you post this at? This is on uh, it's on Apple, it's on Google, it's on uh, radio.com, it's on Stitcher. And it will be um, I'll have a different guest hopefully every week. If I get two a week, I'll post two. If I don't get any that week, I'll post any. But my first guest is guest is Anthony from Opie and Anthony. It was a great guest hour-long conversation just about the wnew days
1: very cool all right well we look so, forward yeah. to that
2: and uh, up next here though is the warm-up show and then uh, tomorrow we'll be back uh with the uh, warm-up show at 5 a.m i hope so that's the on plan. a thursday all right jerry
0: we'll see you tomorrow then adios so okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most
2: days it doesn't There we go,
1: a couple minutes after 5 o'clock Wednesday, midweek in New York City with the rats just roaming freely as I almost stepped on one this morning with B, Eddie Scazzeri and down the Jersey Shore, if his dog saw a rat he might, or she might eat the rat, his name is Albert Hal Dukes, what's up, Al?
2: Good morning, Jerry. I think she would actually run from a rat at this point. She would, yeah, I I don't, you know, she'll turn around when she sees the geese, a lot of geese in the area, and they could be aggressive. But I think, you know, what's going on in New York City, I think the rats are all getting their vaccines. So then what's happening, Jerry, is they're feeling more comfortable coming above ground, roaming around. They're maskless, I bet.
1: Uh, They are maskless. I was walking down Charlton today, and there was a pile of garbage bags. Oh, and it sounded like a party was going on. <laughs> a and rat as party? And as I walked by, three of them dispersed from under the bags. Uh, I went in three different directions. One was coming right at me, to which I was ready to kick it across the street. Yeah, like what would you do if a rat
2: just... Kick it. What if it just dove... Uh, what I picture is like know, a rat man. running towards you. And when you go to kick it like a field goal, like I you miss were going to kick... It leaps in the air. <laughs> it just goes covers your face or it gets you in the chest and bites your well, face well this
1: didn't happen so bites let's let's relax off. that didn't happen let's chill out oh. it was awful Ugh, gross mm.
2: all right so uh, i guess you're not a fan of rats now not, Jerry? No. I mean, rat
1: the album the the artist was good that was fine back in the 80s oh they no. were
2: terrific not the rodent wanted man they had Round and round, round and
1: round. That was the big one.
2: What comes around goes around. I including rats. I tell you rats. why. Yes. Why? Why? That guy's still around. That uh, they actually still doing comm- tour, Geico I commercials. Yeah, Geico. Stephen Percy, I believe, is is the lead singer's uh, name. But I I think they still tour. And I'm gonna go see him at the Stone, po- I- Stone Pony this summer. Stephen Percy and his all star band. <laughs> Uh, Only if they're officially rat, Jerry. I'm not going <laughs> to see solo Steve and Percy. I need to see the official rat band. But you'd go see Steve Perry. I would go see Steve Perry. But not Steve Percy. Not Steve Percy. Perry, not Percy. Yeah. He, Steve Perry of Journey has a long library, a large library of songs. You would know every one of them. Steve Percy and Rat, you'd know probably three songs. Like, probably. Well, now, Plus, it'd be all like men and women in their 50s wearing leather. <laughs> like you. <laughs> with our motorcycles parked out front you do fit the demographic i now. do fit the demographic that's true i went to see bon jovi a number of years ago in uh, i would say probably around 2011 2012 right uh, at uh whatever metlife stadium opened up actually it was the first it was one of the first events in the new metlife stadium and uh it was all people in, all old people wearing leather. <laughs> it sounds about right. And I was like, you know what? I, I am this crowd. This yes. is These are my people now, Jerry. These are your people. I am the wear leather, you know, uh, the women had big hair in the 80s, which I love big hair. I still love that look. And it's probably because that was what was sexy when I was in high school. Fair big enough. Big hair. Yeah, so much so you don't have any. Yeah, but when I see women with big hair, I still like it. I still like like if a woman, if an older woman has an '80s look to her, I find it attractive. Nice. Don't tell your girlfriend that. <laughs> I tell her, what, what about what if he had bigger hair? What if we did that? Jerry, uh, Steve Nash, he's the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. Oh, look at you. Uh, he says he's now considering limiting James Harden's minutes. Not going to happen. Really? No. James Harden wants to play, but he's struggling with. Uh, "Quote unquote sore neck." He's fine. He's going to play. He wants and he's to play, been, and he's been playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, they've got to keep him healthy, Jerry, for the playoff run. So Steve Nash is considering it. Here's uh, James Harden about uh, sitting.
0: Um, and throughout the course of my career, I, I don't like really, you know, I love to hoop. Like I love to be out there and taking on a challenge of finding ways to win games.
1: He's not sitting. He loves to hoop. Did he? He say? loves to hoop. He wants he to too. play. He want. I, I love this guy. I mean, and now it's funny because I didn't want him. Uh, I right. thought he was an isolation player, and that was it. And he's be really quite the opposite. And he wants to be out there. Doesn't want to take days off. And I didn't realize since he's come into the league. I read this this morning. I did not know this. Since he has joined the league, he has played the most minutes of any player.
2: See that? That's why they need to rest them, Jerry. No, you don't he's need a no, sword neck. Now you
1: don't need to rest him. My Play. Neck. He's a young man making a fortune. In basketball shape, play. Hmm. Michael Jordan didn't rest when he was forty-two. Yeah, I feel like none of those dudes in the eighties or nineties rested. They didn't. They played, and it's refreshing to see a guy that doesn't want to sit, doesn't want to rest. He wants to play. Awesome. Keep they, playing. They played and they got clobbered
2: when they would go to the rim. You're right. Different game. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I was watching a cool video the other day. It was like a, it was a lot of like the like Larry Bird, uh, Julius Irving, th- uh, these sorts of players. Just go into the hoop and just getting mauled, and then like, coming back for the next play in the next game. <laughs> like they'd go up for a shot and get just get clotheslined.
1: Yeah, it was like I said, different game. If you you put up eighty five points back in those days, it was like wow, it was an offensive outburst.
2: Like the Detroit Pistons,
1: they yeah. were clobbering dudes. Yeah, they would kill you going to the basket.
2: Well, we saw that thirty for thirty where they were told uh, they they told each other they were going to beat up Michael Jordan, and they did. They did, and they intimidated Michael Jordan. Not really.
1: He won. Well. He beat him the one time, and then he beat him every other time after that.
2: Yeah, but he seemed like he was a a little scared to go up against the Pistons. Who would you say had the better run,
1: Michael Jordan or the Pistons? (laughs) Michael Jordan. I mean, the Pistons were great there for a while, but what Jordan did, not even close. But they were fun, like clobbering people. That was fun. Yeah, fun. And suspended and fine. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of fun. (laughs) If a guy's coming
2: strong to the hoop, Jerry, you got to teach him a lesson that this is your house. That's why they were called the bad boys. The bad boys. (laughs) Yeah. It was a uh, Lambeer, Isaiah Thomas, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, right. Yeah. Damn, Jerry. Rick Mahorn.
1: Rick Mahorn. Actually, I actually had a couple of beers with Rick Mahorn last year. You did. Was it last year or Where two years ago? Where was this at? Ago? Uh Big 10 tournament. I guess it was last year actually
2: before he still everything got canceled. Yeah. Rick Mahorn. yes. Yes. He's 62 years old. Yeah. Imagine you're him driving in your car now. He's like, "Is Rick Horns Mahorn still alive?" Come on. He's like, "Yes, you jerk! I'm driving right now to work."
1: Well, I don't think he lives here, but he could be. Um, yeah, I had drinks with him and Michelle Salvador. They were doing uh, they they were, they were doing the Big Ten tournament for Compass Media Networks, and so we had drinks after that first night, and then everything got canceled the next day.
2: I think this guy plays uh, us uh, on NBA radio still. Probably, he's Man, still got a career he played a, a lot going. of years. Bullets, Pistons, Sixers.
1: And how many games he rest?
2: Nets, Pistons, Sixers.
1: Rick Mahorn was on the Nets.
2: He was on the New Jersey Nets, ninety-two to ninety-six, four years, Jerry. Wow, four or five seasons. I don't remember that at all. Mm, I did not. And he played uh uh, uh in Rome or Roma, Rick yeah, Roman One on the Nets. He was on the Virtus Roma as well, Jerry. But he clobbered some Italians over there. Huh. some Italians coming strong to the hoop. Rick Mahorn, <laughs> beat him down, Jerry. What else do I have here, Jerry? (laughs) I don't know if I like this or if I don't like this. Yes, what? The Miami Heat are going to, you know, the Miami Heat were the first team. They got these uh, uh, Corona COVID sniffing sniffing dogs where they're like, you stink like coronavirus. You're not coming in here and they keep you out. Uh, Now the Miami Heat. Uh, They're on top of it again. They're opening a vaccinated-only section starting April 1st. Yes. You will still need to wear a mask. Why, I don't know. Uh, But social distancing rules will be slightly relaxed in those areas. There are only going to be a one-seat difference between you and the person next year. why wouldn't you like this?
1: I would think this is a great sign going forward. I don't like. What possibly would you not like about this?
2: because it's setting up society to separate the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. Correct. Forcing thus forcing individuals to vaccinate even if they don't want to. No, it's a free country. Don't, you don't have to vaccinate. You
1: also are not obligated to buy a ticket, and you don't have to go do things. Right. And if you aren't vaccinated, you just have to understand you're going to have certain limitations.
2: But in another way, I don't like doing things. So you're right? good. I don't like going to games. I don't like going to my going out of my house. Right. So why so, do you care? So it would also be cool to be like, hey, we're all going to the Brooklyn Nets game. You coming? I'm like, mm, not vaccinated. So I'd love to join you guys, but I'm not going to be able to make it. Yeah. So in one way, maybe I don't get vaccinated, so I limit where I can go. On the other way, I do think it's a little strange that we're going to start limiting, like, we're going to start having the haves and the have-nots, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. But it's your choice. Yeah, but- This
1: is not a matter of who can afford it and who can't. It's who wants to do it and who doesn't. Right.
2: But you're still, then, places are going to start limiting- Based on no, you know, based on what are they basing that on? Um, Based on the thousands and thousands of
1: people that died from this, I guess. And by the way, Eddie brings up a great point. How are we? How are we going to? Yes, of course, because he never says anything on the air.
2: Um, How are we going to deal with this with the boat parade? Listen, what I went through on emails to get Geo to have lunch in studio eating chicken wings. I don't have a lot of faith in this boat parade. I
1: don't. Oh, no, I'm not saying you're right or you're wrong. I'm just I'm I'm thinking about it, about the vaccinations and the
2: coronavirus now. But I also wonder, like, so then how will you prove that you were vaccinated if you if to go to the heat game? Well, I
1: have several friends now that have Eddie. Did you get your second shot yesterday? Do they give you a card? Isn't there some sort of formal ID now? Yes. Yes.
2: I'll just get a fake card.
1: Why don't well, people then I mean, just listen, get fake cards? People have fake IDs all over the place. Right. I would not be surprised if people do that. Here's the thing. If that happens and you wind up getting a lot of people sick and contact tracing comes back to you and then they find out that you were using a fake ID, guess who's probably going to go to prison?
2: <laughs> Boy,
1: we're in trouble, aren't we? This yeah, is, I would not recommend any is, fake IDs. You're taking people's health in your own hands.
2: Not mm-hmm. smart. No. Listen, Well, listen. We, we, uh, 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 and this is the, the debate... That has raged since the beginning of coronavirus, as to how uh, how bad it is, how likely you are to get it based on comorbidities and all that stuff. Here's what we here's what we've learned over the last year, and we don't know what this it's uh, different what, for everyone. Correct, and we also don't know what the vaccine does long term. Uh, no. But now we're gonna set up. You don't get
1: a vaccine. We don't, but I you will can't tell go you this. To the game. I will tell you this. Um, my radio partner Joe Boylan, who passed away last week, uh, always was telling the story through the year of when measles came out. I guess what was that the when the vaccine for the measles was about the fifties, would you say, Eddie? Around right. Right around their forties, fifties. Yes. And he would tell the story about how, you know, a, there were people that absolutely refused to take it because they were concerned about it. And there were plenty of people that died from it. Um, and the ones that trusted science and this was the 40s and the 50s al so i'm with you i understand the concerns Mm -hmm. but at some point you know we take uh we take the faith of the guy flying the plane every day i I gotta go with the scientists and hope they've got it right i'm on board
2: i'm gonna try and do this in the next week or so if i can because then imagine like if you don't get the vaccine you can't go to stop and shop Well, those are essential.
1: uh, Those are essential uh, places. Put a mask on and come in and out. Look, there's a lot of inconsistencies. We can go round and round about this. I'm with you. I totally get it. But you know, going to Stop and Shop to buy food to eat is not the same as saying, "Hey, I'd like to go to a basketball game."
2: Right, but then, but you're still setting up the the have's and the have-nots situation by choice. Again, this is not a money thing. I mean, have's and have-nots, but it's.
1: but haves and have-nots, especially when you talk about salary structure, jobs, things like that, that to me is different than deciding you want to do something or not. A lot of people don't have money because they're in a terrible situation. or like, in, like right now, we're having this conversation in the NFL, but the NFL is becoming a league of haves and have-nots where the quarterbacks are making $40 million a year, and you've got wide receivers that are taking, and, and no one's crying for them. I understand they're still making a lot of money. But they're stuck, for lack of a better term, taking one-year deals for far less money than they thought they were worth. Haves and have-nots. Deciding that you want to do the vaccine, it's up to you. It's free for everybody. It's on you if you want to do it or not. And if you don't, that's fine. Just know you're not going to be able to do some things. It's
2: your decision. Right. I, I guess it's it's it's. The number of things that you won't be able to do. And Maybe. that's what gets dangerous. Yeah, I'm not, again. Can't fly. Not can't argue go to the you. arena. Can't go to the mall. Can't, you know, what are they going to decide? And who's deciding? I don't know. It's different from state to state.
1: I have no idea. And this are whole we not, thing is, is
2: confusing. Are we not America, Jerry,
1: where we have choices? Yes, and the biggest choice right now is if you want to have a free vaccine or not. Hmm. Choice.
2: Yeah, I'm going to choose
1: right now to take a break because we're late.
2: Well, yeah, this is just this is getting dangerous, Jerry. It's getting dangerous. <laughs>
1: Five eighteen, dangerous. Just getting started. I hope we're done with the vaccine talk, but maybe not. Maybe we'll Why? continue on in a moment. Why? Yeah, because there's no end to this.
2: Hmm.
1: It's All inconsistent. Right. There's no answers.
2: Yes. Aside from the fact that it's your choice to get it or not. Right, but when they if once they start setting things up that you can't do many things without the vaccine, then it's really no longer your choice. Always your choice. Yep. Yeah, uh,
1: right, right. We're never going to get to if a situation I said to you, Jerry, where you can't go to a supermarket without the vaccine. I don't believe that.
2: You also told me we were never going to get to a situation where we were wearing masks and school was canceled.
1: But here we are. I said we would never get to a place of wearing masks?
2: Yes, when we first started talking about coronavirus. And then we even pulled really? the tape on it. Yeah, you couldn't believe it. Because I was asking you about what are you going to do with your kids coming out of school? You're like, they're not t- taking kids out of school. We you, well, as I, this as, also turned out to be a lot more serious than we thought. As, in fairness, as, but not a serious. No, really, actually, not as serious as we thought. They thought it was going to be much, much more serious, and it and it didn't go that way because we wear masks. But they never adjusted their, you know, their reaction to it. Okay. 519,
1: going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment on The Fan.
0: Al and Jerry, let's talk more rock.
1: All right, oh, round and round, which we could go on with the vaccine talk. We had to take a break because we were very late. We can continue on for sure. I just don't know how we would actually come to any conclusion. Uh, so I leave that up to you. Wherever you want to go, you all take right it in that direction?
2: Okay, Jerry. Well, I got we got a lot of feedback on Twitter during that commercial break. We got a lot of feedback. My, I was just questioning. I here's here's. You know, it's a confusing thing. My 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 thing is with the Miami Heat and then other NBA teams for sure to follow because they said other NBA teams will follow, Uh, and then I guess probably baseball would follow, maybe football. When you're when you're having certain sections for people with the vaccine and certain sections for not, and then you know you said, well, it's your choice to take the vaccine. Little by little, the more things that get added in, where you have to have the vaccine, yeah. Then little by little, it's not your choice.
1: Uh, no, I get. I mean, listen, you need a vaccine to go to school. I mean, that might be something that comes down the pike too. I mean, right? There are certain vaccines you can't go to school without, and that might be the case going forward. I don't know. Um, yeah, you can homeschool your kids; still, your choice.
2: But it's I not mean, your choice. Well, it, it is
1: because you can homeschool your kids. Me and my wife made the choice. When we were with, we do have children, and when you go to the pediatrician, they ask you if you want to take these vaccines or not, and they give you all the um, possible issues that can arise, and it's your choice if you want to vaccinate your kids or not. And if not, you are likely stuck. I don't know how it goes with public school, but you would likely be stuck homeschooling your children. It was a conversation me and my wife had for days, to be quite honest, because we do have one, not many, but we do have um, uh, one friend uh, one couple that has opted to not vaccinate their kids their entire lives, and they they homeschool, um, and that's how they live their life, and that's fine. That's the way it goes. Yeah. So and one guy's telling me that it's segregation. Okay, I I, I guess I you know I don't know what to tell you. There, there's no right answer to this.
2: I just think we're in a we're in a weird time where we we don't trust the media, right? No matter 100%. what, it, no matter what it is, absolutely you're also looked at strange if you question anything so if you if you just question if you just have questions about the vaccine you're looked at as some sort of weirdo who no, is I an got, anti-vaxxer who I thinks got that plenty
1: of questions about it
2: okay i'm with you i mean I, i'm not
1: you know i have sat here in Hemden Hall now i'm waiting i'm not even sure if our number's been called yet it has not um and i am, I'm aware and yet there are people by the way getting the vaccine everywhere that right. numbers have not been called because the one thing I have learned is if you go to a certain place and they have extra doses from missed appointments, you can get it. Right. Um, my one friend that did it yesterday, they just showed up to see and they had like six missed appointments. And so rather than throw it out or discard it or whatever they do, they were given the vaccine. I, I'm with you. I'm, you know, I think I've decided I want to do it, but it's been something I've thought about for weeks you know I'm not sure, but I think I'm going to do it.
2: But what's funny is the, like, the dumbest thing when people make comparisons, they'll go, "You," and they use this one as an example, they go, you don't know what's in the McRib, but you eat that. Comparing eating a McRib, which you're going to poop out in a day or two, to taking a vaccine that's in your body for the rest of your life, like it's okay to have questions about that. It's also okay to say, hmm, if the Miami Heat are going to start having sections for vaccine people only- That feels weird because if you have the vaccine, what do you care if I have it or not? Like, Eddie's allowing me to come back into the studio because he's going to be vaccinated. Right. I don't have the vaccine. So why is he allowing me to do that?
1: I I ask your buddy. I have no
3: idea. Eddie, why are you allowing me to do that? Because I will be vaccinated. Okay. And uh, my, uh, you know, I don't have any... Excuse me, elderly relatives that i uh, that I see regularly, because uh, you know my dad passed, my mom. So that's passed what we're going to. D- so okay, so, so we're I'm gonna not e- concerned about like if you like you know give it to me, even though I'm going to be clear, I'm going to pass it to someone. So yeah, and that's I'm a good actually, question. You can carry it. I don't know. Right. We don't know. We don't know. And right. and also I'm not really that concerned, and I wasn't even concerned back in November when Al was going to come back. I'm not concerned about, you know, catching it and dying it, uh, dying from it, especially even more so now that I'm vaccinated. So I, I, I don't have a problem
2: with it. Well, like if you get vaccinated, like Jerry was mentioning earlier, if you get vaccinated for the measles or whatever other things you get vaccinated for when you're a little kid... Then you're not worried about getting the measles. But with this vaccination, people are still worried about getting coronavirus. Like the Miami Heat are going to have a vaccination section, yet you still have to wear a mask and non-vaccinated people can't go there. I Why? I
1: also do think, too, the uh, the different vaccinations, none of them are 100%. Like the Johnson & Johnson one is 67%, I think, Right, effective. but the,
3: the thing that approaches 100% is if you do get it, that you will not die from it or even be hospitalized. Oh, is that true? Yes, it's oh, kind of like the flu shot. You'll still get the flu. It'll just be much less severe. And believe me, I'm aware of the problems and the you know pitfalls of vaccines because I became a type 1 diabetic because of an immune response. Yes. was an inoculation back in 1994 when I went overseas. I got a gla- gamma globulin shot, turned me into a type 1 diabetic. But... I just know that statistically, there will always be a certain small percentage of yes. people which, who have a terrible reaction to it, and I was one of those statistics. But I stu, still do believe in the value of mass vaccinations. But that's me.
2: Right. And, but you could also look at it and say, as you said, statistically speaking, like for me personally, what are my chances of getting coronavirus? Very small. With what you do, not much. Well, I go out to dinner multiple times a weekend.
1: Right, but that's probably. Would you say that's probably the the bulk of your yes. Uh, mingling I go food with shopping. Yes, yeah. I would say you're on the lower end of risk. And Absolutely. I would, but I would say your
3: chances of having a negative vaccine reaction, based on what we know now. Now, grant granted, in you know ten years we could all like have three right, heads. So, right. But, so why but, is
2: it not okay to question that? Because you're one to jump who says right. It's not though, Eddie. Eddie, because Eddie's one to jump right away at the because I
3: trust. The science.
2: But you just said you don't know if 10 years down the road well, your right. head's going to fall off. Well,
3: right. I was being extreme. But it's um, highly unlikely that that's going to happen. Um, I, I don't believe that that's going to happen, that there's going to be serious long-term effects. But you never know. I've seen enough science fiction where, you know, a cancer vaccine turns people into zombies.
2: Yes. so but We might all be zombies.
3: That's, that's right. But I, I
1: don't think that that's going to happen. I mean, isn't it in a way, and we, we, me and you discuss this too sometimes, and we joke about it, but it's not funny, but we just, whatever, because the chances are so small. Like when we see these new drugs come out, and they give you the possible side effects. I mean, some of them are, I mean, literally, they will tell you on a commercial, possible side effects in certain cases are death.
3: Yeah, and every, for a while there, like every commercial for every drug I saw, a, a possible side Thoughts
2: of suicide.
3: Everyone right. right. was thoughts of suicide. What, yeah. what are we talking about?
2: Right, but I guess the difference is how long did it take that drug to get to market versus the vaccine?
1: Right. Well, you know.
2: But uh, I also, you're Necessity right. is the I, mother right.
1: of invention. I also think you had the best of the best, and I'm just I can't even imagine how many scientists have been working on this for the la- as opposed to a regular drug that just slowly and methodically goes through its trials. I would like to think that they had their foot on the gas pedal for this thing to able to expedite it. But I don't know. I I have no issue with people questioning it whatsoever. I have questioned it. But I've also gotten to the point where I'm going to believe in the scientists. And I also haven't really seen anything so far, only a few months, no question. I haven't seen anything that concerns me yet other than the same concerns the pediatrician gave us about vaccinating our kids for other things.
2: Right. Hmm. hence right. round and round we go rat round and round more controversy when we why don't we take a break here jerry are you panicking by the way about
1: what about taking a break because some no. clown on twitter thought i panicked and took a break no oh no no face no. it's called a I'm clock and we i'm looking to take at the break. clock
2: and i don't want to start a fresh new thing and then have to go to break right Let's do who, who more controversial topics, Jerry. Let's do let's talk a little bit about Deshaun Watson on the other side and some what ifs. Yeah. So TC seven. Got some what ifs. Go find a
1: hole and sit in it. Uh, you we'll sir. <laughs> so, yes, not panicking, but we have a clock. We're gonna take a break now. We'll come back and talk about something else, just like we talked about something this segment. Yeet. Moron. Uh, in just a moment, right here on the fan. And Boomer and Geo at six on the fan
0: al and jerry
2: number one with meatheads in the gym is this rat as well
1: wanted man by rat 20 in front of six boomer and geo come up top of the hour Mm, this one i'm not familiar with i feel like round and round is the only one i know
2: they had a couple other ones you you might you might know this one look it'll go Mm, what about this one Lay It Down by Rat. This has 21 million plays on Spotify. Does it really? Yeah, yeah. Probably mostly by Eddie Trunk. Not
1: Not familiar with this
2: one either. (laughs) (laughs) I picture Eddie Trunk being a big rat guy.
1: Oh, of course. He's a big guy from the 70s and 80s.
2: Would you ever go on a um, rat cruise where you get to cruise with rat? No, I wouldn't.
1: Come on. It's no disrespect. The Rat was good and all, but am I going on a cruise with them? No. Yeah,
2: cruise with Rat and all the Rat fans. No. Hey, if you you go to the buffet, no, I would never go to a Rat cruise. Jerry, let's get into another controversial topic. Um, uh, Where am I going with this? Where am I? Oh, there I am. Deshaun Watson, right? Uh, Sixteen lawsuits now. Uh, his But his attorney uh, talked yesterday, said uh, any allegations that he forced a woman to commit a sexual act is completely false.
1: Yes, he mm-hmm. did say that. I expect the defense attorney to say that, too.
2: Right. In fairness. Uh, there are some times when I feel like this story should be bigger than it is and should be more outraged than there is. And then there are other times where I think, well, we, we still don't really know what's going on yet. Right We don't really know what's going on other than the fact that the number of women it's mounting, right? It's more and more and more every day. Yes. I was wondering, do you think this would be we would have a different reaction if it was a different player in like what if this, way? like it, like it was a it was a more of a star player in the NFL. He is a star player. Yeah, but I don't know. He doesn't have much of a personality. Like, what if it was Tom Brady? Would this be a bigger story?
1: Maybe more national. I, I mean, I feel like this has been leading ESPN. Um, I mean, I feel like this has been a big story. Yeah. Now, I guess the question would be, does it transcend sports? And I don't know the answer to this. Like, is this on the CBS Evening News? Because oh, Tom, yes. Tom Brady would lead the CBS Evening News for sure. But I think if Tom Brady passes gas, it's a big story these days. Good point. Um. I do feel like it's been a big story. Perhaps, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe if it was Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, it'd be a bigger story, I guess. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, yes. And you're right. We don't know. The only ones that know are the women and him. That's it. Now, I'm going to say something weird because when it was the one, I thought for sure it was a money grab. I was 100% in your corner on that one. I I was uh, in total agreement. Then the numbers started to escalate a little bit, and I said, oh, boy. It's getting to a point now that this is either completely made up and manufactured by this attorney or he is a serial criminal. Yes. And I don't know that there's any in between. So now I'm getting to the point, I mean, we read this morning, we're up to 16 lawsuits and a potential of what, eight or nine more? Yes. So this guy is either just a horrendous human being or this other attorney is a horrendous human being. I, I don't I don't know. I. <laughs> I don't know, and there's still no criminal charges. It's still all civil suits, from what I understand. Uh,
2: you're right. It, it's know. interesting. Like, what player would it have to be to lead the evening news? And I, and I, and I think I'm asking you're right.
1: Question: I don't know if it does lead the evening news or not. I haven't watched. I don't it. think I don't it know. does. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tiger Woods. That would lead the. That evening would news. Tom Brady, yes. LeBron
2: James. Yeah, you know, we're oh, the, the right. talking about
1: the absolute top of the top.
2: Right.
3: The only
1: thing we know for sure is that he likes massages. Yes.
2: That we know.
1: That we definitely know. What has happened inside those massage rooms or
2: hotel rooms, we don't know. One never knows. That's gotta be one of the most dangerous jobs. If you're an in home massage man, person, holy mackerel. I you couldn't be imagine. Crazy.
1: I don't I wouldn't be comfortable doing it in a in a massage parlor, even a respected place, let alone one of these seedy side of the road places that we were right. talking about. Making uh, house visits?
2: Yeah, no
3: thanks. I think,
1: right. it, I think if you're a dude, it's a whole different story. Of course, oh for sure.
2: But well, right, you're going house visits, hotel visits. It's no way. Also, I mean, like come to my massage place. And
1: it's also the type of business, right, wrong, or indifferent, that you can be accused of inappropriate touching if the other, if the client wanted to. Right. I, yeah, it is a tough one. I don't know where this goes because his reputation right now is smeared. And if he did these things, then he is, he is one hell of a bad guy. And if he didn't, this attorney needs to be disbarred.
2: Right. And I don't know. Is there a room for in
1: between? I guess. I wonder when we'll,
2: when will, when will we really know what's going on? Unless there's videotape, we won't. So I just wonder like, where, like, does he even get to play this year? Who knows? Because then the NFL does their own investigation.
1: Yes. And then you got the question, does he go on the commissioner's list? I don't know the answer to that. I can tell you this. As we sit here in March, if I was going to bet on it, I would bet that he does not start the season.
2: Yeah. That's how I was. I'm kind of leaning that way too. I mean,
1: you're talking about an investigation that's going to have to uh, come face to face. I think is going to have to come face to face with every one of the accusers. No. I would think so. Yes. A man or woman has a right to face their accusers, and what's also interesting, and maybe I'm wrong, and I've missed something over the years, squeaky clean image up to this point, no? yeah. oh, yeah. beyond squeaky clean. like
3: he went yes. out of his, goes out of his way to help people, right. Good and coming out of Clemson, he had a fantastic like reputation. something
1: does not add up in all this. Agreed. yeah. and as I said, i'm I'm starting to lean the other way that I'm almost feeling like he's getting railroaded by the other attorney. And if he's not, then he should go. I don't. I don't know. And
3: oh. also, then back to G's point, when this first happened, when it was just the one case, that maybe this was some
1: play. That's what I'm saying, right? When it was just the one, right. I I agreed with Al that this is there. It was basically blackmail. That's how it felt to me. But also, like the Texans trying to like because the, the yeah, guy knew. You know, that was, that was one. A, that's a reach. I don't. I don't buy sure. that. I don't buy that because there's paper trails and right. text messaging, and if that ever happened, that owner should go to jail. So I don't know that I buy that. I get the conspiracy theory. I'm not so sure I believe in that, though.
2: Hmm. It's
1: a weird situation.
2: Yes. In other quarterback-related news, the very boring Joe Flacco (laughs) will be going to Philadelphia. Yeah, to back up Mr. Jalen Hurts, the most boring man ever, Joe Flacco.
1: I think it's fair to say his career is on the far downside. <laughs> it is, but he's still—I
2: think he signed to like a three-point-five million dollar deal to be a backup.
1: Well, if you're Philadelphia, are you sure that Jalen Hurts is going to play 16 or no. 17 games this year as a starting quarterback and just flourish?
2: I also feel like a guy like Joe Flacco—he's an older dude now, a lot of experience. Another yeah, is like another coach.
1: Yeah, well, we saw right? that with the Jets last year. Yes, I agree. He's not a bad guy to have around. He doesn't seem like he makes any waves. He is, as you call him, boring. He, he's he, a bore, and he just—he's actually the perfect backup quarterback at this stage in his career, as long as he's okay with it. Right, it's your dream job. And Three and a half million
3: dollars to watch. Uh, he does have the one ring. He will right? always have his one ring. That That's is- the ultimate, right? And to people be a- consider him. I think maybe. Like a, a step above a Trent Dilfer, who also oh, has a Oh, no,
1: I, yeah, no. He was definitely a step two or three above a Trent Dilfer, I think, in most people's eyes. Absolutely. Yeah, he
2: at least could throw the long ball.
1: Yeah, no, he had a good career. I don't think Joe Flacco is going down as a, a game manager. I thought he had a good career in Baltimore. So now he's just at this stage of his career where it's over. And
2: then somebody caught up with a new Jets wide receiver, Corey Davis. Yeah, Kim Jones. Kim Jones did, all right. She was the one that asked the question on the video conference. Uh, asked about uh, who he expects his quarterback to be. Yeah, yes. I believe the
1: question was, when you signed here, was your expectation that Sam Darnold will be the starting
2: quarterback? I and he you. said that it was his understanding Correct. that he would be. Yep, exactly Although, what's right. he really – Imagine he's like, yeah, they told me probably not. Yeah, I thought that.
1: I think he – you're right. He could have said something along the lines of, listen, I like the organization I signed here. Who knows? Um, I thought what he the way he answered it because I don't think like do you think he was prepped for a question like that? Probably not. So I think the way he answered it, assuming I'm with you, I'm assuming that he was not prepped and had no idea that question was coming. That's a telling answer then to me. It seemed like a real legit. Yeah, it does answer. Doesn't mean they're not going to go draft a quarterback. They still could do that. But at the time of him signing, Sam's the quarterback. So we'll see. We will see the, the the draft will be very interesting to see what the Jets do, and if the Jets uh, either trade down, take the quarterback. Who knows? We'll see. And even if they take the quarterback, if Darnold's still here, and they don't trade him, because
2: where are you trading him to? Right. He's then he'll 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 start the season. Is it the
1: worst thing in the world to have him compete? Uh, Darnold's the starting quarterback. Yeah. There you yep. go. To buy Darnold's the starting. You think Tony's doing right now? Sleeping? or You think he's up sleeping? Walking? No, he <laughs> Tony's sleeping. No, I would right? say he's up. Because I think really? Tony, yeah, I think Tony's the type that gets up early, gets his exercise in, and then has the day. And he's an early go to better.
2: Yeah, that's that, how I'm going to be for sure.
1: Tony, if you're up, give us a call. Actually, we're out of time. We got to take a break. Never oh, mind. Oh, I know, I know. So save your last story or. Two All right, for I got uh, well, a good
2: last one. A
1: good last story. Is this involve Mike Tyson?
2: No, I'm going to go. Uh, it involves uh, the hockey ref, which is a strange one.
1: Oh, I like this story, actually. All right,
2: we'll get to that in just a
1: moment. Then Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, a Radio.com Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence, talking about another player, a player wanting out of Orlando. There you go.
2: It's the dynamic duo
1: of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Knicks beat the Wizards. Game was over at halftime. Wound up winning 131-113. Big game, Julius Randle. James Harden did play last night in Portland. Nets win again. Beat the Blazers 116-112. Devils won. Also, what else you got, Al?
2: Incredibly, Jerry, uh, the fake Lieutenant Frank Drebin on Twitter sent me an article that uh, Rat is headlining the Kiss Cruise. Starting in the fall. Come on, it's unbelievable. <laughs> well, that's all right. So there you it's go. It's gonna take be vacation in the fall. <laughs> it's gonna be Kiss, Rat, and Queensrÿch on a cruise. Wow, it'll okay, be so- great.
3: In like twenty years, we have a you know boomer and geo cruise. <laughs> you guys could like open up so That'd in a case awesome.
1: like that how does it work so each one would play a concert one night and there'll probably be like a meet and greet and the rest yeah of the time they do meet and greets
2: cruise. yeah they do right yeah they have the yeah so autograph signing sessions photograph sessions yep drum wow. with peter chris
1: does <laughs> does kiss have to walk around with the makeup then the whole week
2: no i bet they only put it on for their performances what but you pain, know there's huh? be, be people walking around on the deck of that cruise in kiss makeup
1: could you imagine it? Oh, my God. Could you imagine at some point they've looked back and be like, we still got to do this?
2: We got to put this makeup on. They tried doing the no makeup thing in, like, the 80s, and it people got pissed. Oh, I got to
3: stick
1: my tongue out again for these
3: right. people. There <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> I, I like the notion what you just said about people walking around on the boat, like people Definitely. in the 50s and 60s <laughs> with makeup on their it's face. It's the
0: Brooklyn Nets and New York Knicks, Monday, April 5th at the Barclays Center.